I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. MVP, it's first things first. On today's show, we are 51 hours away from the Super Bowl. Is Patrick Mahomes on the brink of taking the GOAT torch? Answer no. Also, 2022 Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams joins the show. Yeah. Why Nick thinks he's one of the NFL's best quarterbacks before he even takes a snap. And finally, do the Eagles need to have a super aggressive game plan to beat the Chiefs alongside Chris Broussard? I'm Kevin Wilds. Yeah. Nick, this is a very Chiefs-centric crowd. Oh, no, there's a lot more Philly fans than I expected, which is nice. They can have a nice moment for their hearts are broken on Sunday. Let's go! Let's go! Early moves. Uh, We start with the two-time MVP. Mahomes receives 48 out of 50 first-place votes. Jalen got one. Josh Allen got one. Nick, it's still a great honor for your favorite player, I'm sure you're absolutely thrilled with Mahomes receiving this honor and the way it happened. The Patrick Mahomes disrespect has to end. Okay. It's just an like, This is there have been two unanimous MVPs ever. Brady in 2010 and Lamar a few years ago. There should at this point now be four. Mahomes in 2018 when he had 18 more touchdowns and 1000 more yards than Drew Brees. And Bree's got nine votes. There, there go my notes. I don't need them. Don't worry about it. And now this year, two. You want to vote for Jalen? Yeah. I vehemently disagree with it. But there is an odd argument that was actually bolstered because the Eagles were so bad without him. That, and we knew when the All Pro voting came out, one person voted for Jalen. There, this could happen. But the Josh Allen vote, and I mean this with total sincerity, that voter should be named and shamed. Okay. And that voter should lose. These things matter. We just had people elected to the Hall of Fame. They look at resumes. That voter should lose their vote. And I know what you guys in the audience is thinking. Nick, you're saying this just so you can have a vote. You're damn right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know what? The most accurate sports pundit of 2022 should have a vote in something. And and if there is brood, Josh Allen was Brew's MVP pick, but because Brew is cloaked in integrity and cogent analysis, even he gave up that ghost months ago. So, yeah, it's nice that Mahomes won the MVP, but this is twice now he should have been unanimous, and twice now bad voters have robbed him of that honor. I'm not happy about it. Not happy about it. Wow, well, look, I do have something in my possession that Nick covets badly, and that is my NBA MVP vote, and I am not giving it up to you, Nick Wright. That is true. But I'm going to say this. 
I agree that Mahomes should have been unanimous. Of course. And, I, and he should have been unanimous three years, two years ago. Yeah, yep. three years ago when he won it. But I'm going to stand up for my preseason pick. No! Because you're not, you, not, that should, not that he should, Josh Allen should, be, should have gotten a vote, should be MVP. But you just hit him with a totally biased and unfair assault. All right? And here's the thing. He shouldn't have been MVP, but you can make an argument that he had a better year than Jalen Hurts. All right? Who who got so. Sure. He was 13 and three. It's a nice record. Might have been 14 and three had they played the extra game. The Bills beat the Chiefs. And on that day, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. That was before Halloween. Head to head, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Uh I mean, I'm just saying he wasn't worthy of that blitzkrieg you're hitting with. And then Josh Allen, in the very definition of the word, if you you take it literally, most valuable player. Oh, give him the award because the rest of the team doesn't do enough. 84% of Buffalo's touchdowns. You got to stop They scored 50 touchdowns. He scored 42 of them. Mahomes had more yards than any player ever. Mahomes didn't do that. And Jalen Hurts didn't even come close to doing that. Josh Allen was in that, in the literal definition, the most valuable player to this team. I think Gruel was the voter. I'm just standing up for him. I think Gruel might have an NFL vote, too. He's been hiding from us. I agree. It should have been Mahomes, but just tone it down a little. We're killing Josh. I could not disagree with you more. I just He wasn't better than Jalen Hurts this year? Well, first of all, when you just look at the data, like if you go to a steakhouse, and, like, 48 people are getting steak. And you're like, you know what? Trout for me. Like, nah, I would have gone with the steak as well. Mahomes should have been the MVP. Can I show you something? Or you yeah. want to no, give I me a hot one take MVP to blow your nose? Go ahead. More, no, go ahead. So, uh, players to win MVP and win the Super Bowl in the same year. It's, it's an interesting list. Warner did it in 99 with a win. Then a whole lot of oh, L. Sean Alexander's going to hurt Mahomes in this game. I'm just telling Good you. Good stat. I'm telling you. So... Glass half full, uh-huh. Mahomes has a chance to kind of get in this greatest, yeah. add a little feather to his greatest of all time cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, glass half empty, yeah. history doesn't look upon yeah, this. I, I know that, and there's a you lead the league in passing, you usually don't win the Super Bowl. Playing a number one defense in the Super Bowl, you usually don't win. All of those trends go against Mahomes. Luckily, he's the most talented player we've ever seen. Before we move on to that conversation, go. I want to add one other MVP thing. Because... You don't become the most accurate sports pundit of 2022 without getting some when, long when shots, you, right? When, when did, who said that? Reuters. Yeah, listen, Google it. Um, That's another thing. So now the, the NFL MVP voting has expanded. Instead of submitting one name, you submit five. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed, but the quarterback who got the fifth most votes was the Prince. What, and the co- fourth place he vote? got a fourth and a fifth place vote. Oh, yes, sir. Goodness. And he finished fifth. Well, he, amongst oh. quarterbacks, he finished fifth. He finished, oh, I think, amongst seventh quarters. amongst all players. But then also, you know who got one single fifth place vote? Gino. Which means Gino Smith did get an MVP vote before Russell Wilson. Oh, no. Oh, you laughed at that take, my friend. Oh, that's a true story. Maybe Sean Payton can fix that, but I doubt it. All I know, all I know is Russell Wilson put a scare into the season twice in the last month of the regular season. All right, so the GOAT conversation. Oh, okay. If he does we're win this. Well, well, I asked you. Remember I said, do you want to do it? Yeah, go And ahead. then you were like, yeah. And then you just did a long salute. Yeah, sorry about do that. that. Do you think if he wins, he can get a little bit closer? to Tom Brady. Hey, Brew. Oh, boy. No, no, no. Brew. What did Michael Jordan's statue say? 
The greatest there ever was, the greatest there ever will be. When was that statue made? 1993? That's exactly 94? right. How many championships did he have at that time? Three. How many did Kareem have? Six, right? Six. Magic had five? Yep. Russell had 11. Yep. Yet, back in a simpler time, before we became so obsessed with counting the rings, people really? looked at that and said, hmm, he has amazing stats, he's proven he can play in the clutch, he's proven he's a champion, and the eye test says he's the best we've ever seen, so you know what? Why do we have to wait for him to do more before we say he's the best we've ever seen? So I say that to say this. Does this look like the resume if he wins on Sunday of the greatest player ever? What's Patrick Mahomes' regular season look like? We're going to have to roll through a lot of these because it's a lot and it's all number ones. Regular season, Patrick Mahomes, he's first in everything. How's he doing the playoffs? My guess is he's first in everything. I actually know it because I made the graphic. What about points? Uh, does anyone score more points? No, no, no. He's the best ever in that, too. What about playoff points when you're playing the toughest teams? Oh, okay, he's the best in that, too. What about him compared to Tom Brady? Because while Patrick Mahomes is amazing, he does not have a time machine, so he can't fast forward 15 years. But how's he tracking? Oh, tracking even better than the GOAT with a win on Sunday. Years as a champion. Years as a champion. One, one, 40%. Yeah, years That's as if champion. they win on Sunday. This oh, is yeah. under the assumption they win on Sunday. Okay. So, Brew, you know you want to do it. You called him Jordan-esque. Not and I, I just, and I just gave you call him Jordan-esque. Exactly right. And according to the and brilliant I just, historians at Sports Illustrated, I'm the first to say he's the best you know we've ever Sports seen. And you jumped on my, Warriors. you jumped on my bag with bandwagon. But look, Nick. What? Are you, are you, because I don't know if you fully said it. What? If he wins Sunday, are you saying Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT? What I am saying is, as we sit here today, everyone, including the Eagles fans, who the only reason they're scared on Sunday is because of Patrick Mahomes, knows he's better than anyone we've ever seen. Okay, I'll and give you so that. And so if they win on Sunday, what he can't do is fast forward his career. What I will sit there on Sunday and say is, he's the best I've ever seen. He wins as far as, as he's won more than Brady as far as years available to win. And so he clearly he hasn't, doesn't. though. No, he's winning. Brady won three in his first five, four years as a starter. I understand. He also won three in his first 14. And my guess is that's not going to happen to Patrick Mahomes. And we have Brady's whole career now to look at. So will I call him the GOAT? Ah, I don't know. That's kind of reserved for LeBron. That's the thing. You can't call him the GOAT. Look, here's what it is. Because you, you, the Jordan thing was interesting. Yeah, because you know you thought you got me with that. But here's the difference. Jordan had played nine seasons already. Nine years. Uh, Mahomes has only played five. All right. Jordan had had Gotten orchestrated the first Gross. three-peat since Bill Russell had retired. So he had done things we'd never Mahomes seen before, the first and that's why peat. people said he was the great. Five-peat, the AFC done. don't count. That championship games don't count. And here's the thing. To, uh, Nick's trying to play fast and loose with the numbers. Those are all firsts. Okay. Yeah, There's well, no fast I'm going to show you what the truth is. Oh. You are saying Patrick Mahomes, if he wins Sunday, let's assume he does, yeah. that he's on pace to win more Super Bowls of than course. Brady? Wins 40% of the years. Because in fir- his first First five years, he will have had two Super Bowls. Yeah. But at that point, if we had done this same thing with Tom Brady and said if through his first five years he had three Super Bowls, heck, let's go through his first four years when he had three Super yes, Bowls. You know how many he – you know what he was on pace to do? Yes, I understand with that. 17 Super Bowls. Okay, that's fine. Okay. But he also- I mean, really. That, and even if you want to go first five years, he was on pace to win 13 What about first Super 10 Bowls. Super Bowls? 10 years. No, we're not there because Mahomes isn't there. Right. So I'm just saying you can't say 
He's on pace to do something. Well, then because we can't have Brady, the conversation. Brady was on pace to win more. No, but here's the thing. He, he actually wasn't, though. Because while he, he won three of his I understand. However, when he when that version of Tom Brady, no one thought that that and there was a real argument whether or not he was even the best quarterback in the AFC. Because a lot of people thought Peyton was better, but Brady had but the better Peyton's team. Right. Of course. So the point is, even though they had won three and four years and then three and five years, people did not expect them and they were correct for them to be able to continue to rip off Super Bowls over the next five years because the thing that had carried them to those those Super Bowls, the defense, was turning over. The Chiefs, it's just Mahomes and Reed. And, and listen, I shouldn't but, say that. They have Travis Kelsey's great, they have great players. But right, the reason they're here is Mahomes and Reed. But, right. but Travis Kelsey was there before and Chris Jones was and there. And he was the, great. And was great. And they, and they couldn't get out of round two. So the, do you think well, that. Brady did lead the league in touchdown passes. Well, Give me a break. Still, it was Give a different game. Now you, could, now you could hit quarterbacks oh, back then. Oh, back when they and you could hit receivers. So it was yeah. a little tougher back then, I hate to tell you. But Mahomes also has to play great. Because Brady has been 21 touchdowns, six interceptions, passer rating almost at 100 in the Super Bowls. Patrick Mahomes, as great as he is, two touchdowns. I'll you give know. you three because he ran for one. Well, yeah, Four interceptions. He got it. He and ran a 64 in. passer rating. Yeah. So Lee. you leave those out of your Ms. little bias. No, I don't have to. Like to still, despite all that, he's first and everything. Go ahead. Flip side. What? Mahomes loses. Oh, God. Let's say he plays okay. He doesn't have a total dud. But he doesn't play great in a loss, like yeah. a Josh Allen-type loss. Yeah. Do you think this hurts his legacy? Well, you guys got to make it make sense for me. So Aaron Rodgers has one Super Bowl, yeah. and he hasn't been to any more. Right. Aaron Rodgers, you guys would think He's of He's better than Rodgers. Hold, hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. That's Rodgers. not what I'm asking, though. I'm just trying to, have an, I'm trying to understand this. So Rodgers, it would hurt him if two other years of his career when he lost in early in the playoffs, if he had won those games and lost Super Bowl. So, like, when they were the defending Super Bowl champs, they were 15-1, and and they hosted the New York Giants, and Tom Coughlin's nose almost broke off, and they lost 37-20. to That was good for Rodgers' legacy because had they won that game, they could have then lost in the Super Bowl. So I just want to make sure I understand. So, yeah. like, that's what it is. So, the best thing to happen to Mahomes was melting down in the AFC Championship game last year because it prevented a potential Super Bowl loss to Aaron Donald. Strangely, Do I have that right? Yes, strangely, okay. yes. Yeah, you see how ridiculous <laughs> you sound? Strangely, if you go. How about he just wins Super Bowls? How about that's that? That's fine. But Because right, here's the thing, Nick, and, and we have to put it in the context of what we're discussing. Yeah. We are discussing being the GOAT. Yeah, sure. We're not discussing being better than Joe Burrow, being better than Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, whoever you want to throw out there. We are just, we're not even discussing being better than Aaron Rodgers. Sure. Or Peyton Manning. Sure. We're talking about being better than Tom Brady and Joe Montana if you want to throw him in. And guess what GOATs don't do, Nick? What? They don't lose more on the championship level then they win. So, but Mahomes got to so catch him Tom in Super Bowl Brady, losses seven and too, three, right? He's got to lose three. Seven and three uh-huh. in the Super Bowl. Joe Montana four and zero oh in the Super Bowl. Michael Jordan six and zero oh in the finals. Wayne Gretzky four and two in the Stanley Cup. Okay, we're bringing well, up Wayne Gretzky. I know. What was I, they here's, here's the thing. It yeah. was good. Whatever yeah. it was, it was good. All right. Here's the thing. I, I get that Mahomes will have plenty of time to rectify this. Right, I'm with you on. I think he will eventually be the goat, and he'll have a, 15 years what? to re- if he loses. Okay, if he's one and two, he'll have 15 years to sure. win more Super Bowls, and that'll be fine. But for the time being, for the off season, for the discussion now, a lot of people will be like, 
put the goat talk to bed for now. That's what a lot of people do. A lot of people say crazy things. A lot of people, I've heard people say that Joe Burrow's a better quarterback, Mahomes a better player. I've heard a lot of people say ridiculous things. So I just want to make sure I understand because you, because Brew and the audience is smart. They know the whole like the real goats win more than they lose. What that is is actually a shot at LeBron. No, so let me just ask a question. Let me just ask a question. So, j- just according to that logic, which I know you subscribe to, yes. the 48 special for LeBron was bad for him. Because if he doesn't do that as a 22-year-old against Detroit, he doesn't have a finals loss. And in 2018, no, 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 be, no, no, I'm not. Because How about he, you just go to the finals and win like no, Michael but, Jordan did? Or, or the years you're not good enough to win, you get swept in round one like Michael Jordan did. Or the years, yeah, of course, you don't remember those years. Remember or the years that for Tom Brady, <laughs> so I, that you just yeah, missed the playoffs know, outright. It's kinda, it's just, you, I know logically the way that your brain works, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But if I was to run two races, a half marathon that I won, or a longer marathon where I got very right up to the finish line and I started throwing up and I fell over and I didn't finish. I said, who's better? Like, well, the guy who did well earlier, no, not the guy who was vomiting at the finish line and couldn't get up. The argument, the argument is this. If you ran, if you ran one marathon and yeah. won it, yes. and I ran two marathons and won one and finished second in the other, you don't get to be like, well, I'm undefeated. That's- Never lost. Never lost a marathon. Undefeated champion. Coming up next, we've got Mark Schlereth joining us and why the Chiefs should be a little bit nervous. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Oh, welcome back to the show. It's beautiful. Phoenix, Arizona. Joining us here live is Super Bowl champion. Let's give it up for Mark Schlereth, please. Wow, Thank brutal. Yeah. Right, right, I'm going to do a cheer for you, but it didn't go. No. Because I, I opened a can of whoop ass on every one of these teams back in the day. <laughs> Especially the Packer fans did. back there. Hey, sorry for what I did to you at Super Bowl 32. Actually, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sorry at all. Jalen Hurts was asked about his critics. Here's what he had to say. Take a listen. <laughs> I had a purpose before everybody had an opinion. 
It's not about anybody else. I know y'all like that one. Bars. Eagles fans worried about Mahomes having a huge game. As our resident Chiefs fan, slash, slash unbiased analyst. Thank you. Are you worried about Hurts having a huge game? No. Guys, he's injured. That quote right there is one of the reasons everyone loves Jalen Hurts. That young man is impressive. He's cool. He's handsome. He carries himself exactly the way you want your quarterback to. But I, you know, it's Super Bowl week, so you got to keep some things in reserve sure. for the final show. Can I show you guys something? Oh. Warren Sharp made a passing chart. The left-hand side is Jalen Hurts before he got hurt. Green is good. Red is bad. The right-hand side is Jalen Hurts since he got hurt. Stink. Listen, I don't grind the all 22 like you do, right, sure. but it looks to me like my guy can't throw right and won't throw deep middle. And that is quite some time. Also, it has been two months since Jalen Hurts had a passing touchdown that went more than four yards in the air. One might think he hurt his throwing shoulder. So, yeah, I, I, the Eagles deserve respect. And if Jalen were at full strength, might strike some fear. This version of Jalen Hurts, I think Steve Spagnuolo is going to blitz the hell out of him, and I think he's compromised, and I think it's like Garden Broussard in high school. Can't go right, and he's just, he just going on that side of the field. And so, I, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about it. Okay, let me ask you this. Do you, yeah. feel like, that you feel like your quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, got the advantage of having a couple weeks off and letting that ankle heal? Yes. Do you think that could have happened to Jalen Hurts as well? No, because he had. we have seen he had a couple weeks off and came back, and the shoulder didn't look good. And then in the NFC Championship game, I thought I saw, and I know you agree, he might have re-injured it, and then they kept they running kept him running, more. Yeah. Like if Mahomes during the AFC Championship game, when he, I mean, that terribly dirty, almost criminal penalty by Joseph Asai on the sideline, my goodness gracious, uh, that if he on that play would, like came up grabbing his ankle, I'd be a little more concerned. But I think Jalen is Far more compromised. I, I I think that having having both of those injuries and having that high ankle sprain, I'm more concerned about Patrick Mahomes and his ability. Yes, his ability to continue to play off schedule because that's the biggest issue. Like when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, their off schedule plays because he does the mundane unbelievably well, and we don't give him enough credit. The guy is a phenomenal football player. There's no question about that. But the one thing that will frustrate. A defense that will just absolutely tear him in knots is when you defend the first play and he makes the second play. He starts to scramble around, flips one left-handed, somebody catches it, goes 15 yards, 20 yards down the sideline. That is one of those things that's so frustrating for a defense, and he has got that ability. But Jalen Hurts, listen, Jalen Hurts, is, he doesn't have to throw it for 225 yards or 230 yards or 300 yards. He doesn't. They are so good the way they run the ball. They are so good with the depth of the running game, the volume of the running game. And we saw a San Francisco 49ers team, albeit without a quarterback, and they got tired. But we saw them get confused. We saw them not block Nick Bosa and have him on skates. We saw Fred Warner, the best middle linebacker in football, going, where's the ball? I have no idea. They are very good at that. And here's the deal. Like, if I can see the Philadelphia Eagles winning with Jalen Hurts having 125 yards passing, Really? There is no way, there is no way the Kansas City Chiefs win 
if Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a great day. Yeah, because would, would you agree with that? Well, yeah, but for him to not have a great day, that'd be like a fire alarm or something. They evacuate the stadium. He's gonna have a great game. Stay so 125 yards passing Patrick Mahomes. They're down first quarter. Like, but I agree with you. Yes, for the right. Chiefs to win, they need their best players, the best player ever, to have a good game. I agree with right. that. 100%. I, I will say, I will say this. You know, I got to play in a Super Bowl, um, Super Bowl 26, that had a Hall of Famer playing quarterback against us, uh, Jim Kelly. We had a guy by the name of Mark Rippin. You know, not necessarily one of the, uh, you know, the top all-time greats, all-time greats, but a, a phenomenal guy, phenomenal player, right? But we had the number one scoring offense in football and the number two scoring defense in football. And uh, at the end of the fourth quarter, or at the beginning of the fourth quarter, when we pulled the rest of our starters and let everybody else play <laughs> because we had the best team, it was 31 to 10. We gave them a couple courtesy touchdowns, made it 37-24 <laughs> with all our backups. You know, we let those guys yeah, play because it was fun. Nice like, they, they go ahead and play, man. Yeah, you never get two. Yeah, so, yeah, we, have, we did that. So, you know, I mean, the best teams in these situations, the most physical teams, the teams that can run, have an opportunity to really set themselves apart. And that's where Philadelphia, go ahead. Go ahead, Philly fans. Go ahead. Oh. Shout out. That's where Philly has a decided advantage in this game. Yeah, Nick, I'm with Stink. I mean, they, they need to be concerned about Jalen Hurts. I'm not worried about the injury. Like, like Stink says, he's had two weeks to get better. And after that play where we thought he got injured, they did run him like four or five straight times after that. And he was fine. So I think he'll be fine. And Stink alluded to it, the deception, the ball handling that he has – like, they, Kansas City has not seen a running game like this, all right? I'm not just talking about the yards they run for, but the way they do it, the way they can confuse your defense. So they definitely have to be concerned about him. And he also has what all the great quarterbacks who don't necessarily wow you physically, Montana, Brady, he has what they had. And you saw a bit of it in that clip. He has all the intangibles to the nth degree. The leadership, the 100%. way he gets his players to believe that they can win, that they can play to a higher level. So that in and of itself should scare the Chiefs. And think, what I thought I saw against San Francisco uh -huh. was I thought Philadelphia bullied them. Yes, they did. They bullied them. We never thought San Francisco would get beat up physically like they did mm -hmm. against Philadelphia. So with that and Hurts combined, yeah, they should be concerned. Absolutely. Stink, knowing that Jalen is going to be somewhat compromised, to what degree, we don't know. Right, right, right. Do you say, have a game plan of like, all right, we want to see what you can do. We're going to leave like little pockets, maybe not unguarded, but like, go ahead, throw it to the right. Let's see if you can do it. And if he doesn't take it, they know that he's more compromised than they originally now, let this on. Is how, this is how you game plan. You look at a guy and say, okay, what does this guy do exceptionally well? Right. What does he do exceptionally well? Well, they run the ball exceptionally well. They're physical enough. Like, they are – this is the way the Philadelphia Eagles are built. Most teams are bigger, strong, big and strong, fast or physical, right, or, or, or fast and athletic. They are big, strong, fast and athletic. So they can run power game down your throat. They can pin and pull and get centers or get guards or get tackles to the outside one-on-one -on -one with, you know, safeties and, and capture the perimeter of your defense. They've got the quarterback run, the RPO game. They're exceptionally hard – to defend that's that like that's the the skill and that's the quality that Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles bring so they are a physical bully 
Yeah. And that's how they win football games. So I don't I don't even remember your question, man. I was so I was so <laughs> I, was, yeah, yeah. I don't know what's the question. I mean, I it was basically would you dare him to pass? From a game planning standpoint, that's exactly what you do. I mean you load up, you try to bring guys off the sideline. Yeah. Fifteen guys in the box. Can you play fifteen? I don't yeah. think you can. But and if you could see, play fifteen guys in the box and say no. you go ahead, if you're gonna beat us, you're gonna beat us strong. I actually did a game I did a game. Uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens versus Seattle when Russell was, you know, on an MVP trajectory. Yeah. yeah, we remember. And years ago. their defensive coordinator said, hey, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make Russell throw it 45 times. Like, if Russell throws it 45 times, we will win this. Fo- there is no question. At the end of the game, they had, I think he had 42 attempts, and they walked sure. in that game in Seattle. Make him throw it 40-plus times, you'll win. All if right. you can't do that, you're gonna have you're gonna have a struggle. It's We're gonna continue with the in-depth football analysis by uh, seeing if putting a Chiefs jersey oh. on Rocky has any um, uh, actual merit of a curse. Nick, okay. I, I'll be honest with you. I was like, are you sure you want this on the yeah, show? He said, yes, Wilds, I want to cook on this. Well, I listen, said, okay. Did you hear the murmurs in the crowd? Because Philly fans treat this Rocky statue. Here's the thing. Sorry, Philly fans. They know he's not real, right? Well, like, we're, we're in Arizona. Where's the Rod Tidwell statue? Last year was in Miami. Tony Montana got one? I'm just curious. Steeman Willie Beeman in, in San Diego. Guys, he's a movie character. And not a sacred angel. And second of all, I think it's a false flag operation, to be honest oh, okay. with you. I think that's an Eagles fan buying Chiefs merch to try to get the team and the fans all riled up. Chiefs fans don't care about your stupid boxing statue in Philadelphia. <laughs> Give me a break. That is so silly. There's famous Philadelphians. They do something for Benjamin Franklin, not a character from a 1970s boxing movie. There's a lot of Benjamin Franklin statues. Well, we need some more. Uh, coming up next, Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams will be here. Give it up for Stink. <laughs> an elite group of men that have both a Heisman Trophy and a bust in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Perfect Ten, February 11th on Fox. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Joining us now, the star of USC football, the 22, uh, 2022 Heisman Trophy winner. And brought to us on behalf of Action Water, who has helped unlock his full potential both on and off the field. Let's give it up for Caleb Williams, everybody. Yeah. Missed a few things in his intro. Go ahead. Also, much like the Prince who was promised, Trevor Lawrence, former Gatorade National High School oh. Player of the Year. And, you know, all year people are like, hey, is, is Alan Mahomes the next great rivalry? Maybe it's Burrow Mahomes. I think it's going to be Caleb Williams Mahomes. So that's why I wanted, we wanted to have you on. I, we, I don't know if we've ever had a college athlete on this show, but I think you have a chance to be the next great NFL quarterback. 
Thank you. And so I want to talk to you a bit about college, then we can talk about Super Bowl and stuff. Your game, first game I ever saw you play, you were at Oklahoma. You came in off the bench in the big, biggest game of the year, you know, the Texas State Fair, yep. and rallied Oklahoma from a two-score deficit, 17-point deficit, something like that. Three. Three-score deficit. <laughs> My apologies. All right, there you go. Uh, and then, obviously, last year at USC, I feel like you probably could have get some good bounces, win the national championship, at least get there. The Utah game that you guys lost at the end, I thought was your best game of the year. Yep. So you have an injured hamstring, and you are doing everything you can before it gets away from you at the end. How were you in that spot able to channel whatever you had left? And the reason it's relevant is that we saw something similar, different injury, but with Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game, where you know your team had to have you, it was essentially an elimination game, and you're out there on one leg. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that, that I, I watch and, and, and admire is, is Kobe. Um, and it's actually something that I was, if you go back and, and look at me, when I, every time I came to the sideline, I would go get on a bike and I was, I was in pain. Um, but I knew I had to keep my hamstring moving, but it's something that I go by and something that uh, I have in my notes, and uh, it's from Kobe, is, is uh, the game is bigger than whatever, whatever I'm feeling in that moment. And so um, I, was, I was really focused on trying to go and um, you know, be my same self out there and, um, and, and, and trying to um, up other levels of my game that I you know, maybe might have been even throughout the whole game, but uh, with me kind of being down with a hamstring and a leg, um, I had to... Those, those other levels of, of leadership and, um, you know, kind of being level-headed and, and going out there and trying to perform the best that I could for my guys uh, was, was, was in full effect. What makes Lincoln Riley so special at getting the absolute most out of your position particularly, out of the quarterback position? Yeah, I would say, I mean, he's a mastermind, uh, and I've, I've said this um, since I've been with him, and, 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 and he's been coaching me. He's a mastermind of the offense, and so... Um, you know, he, he's the best and you always like being around the best and, uh, if you want to be the best. And I, I for sure want to be the best that I can be when I go out there and, um, and, and perform. Uh, I want to win big games and uh, making sure that we are both on the same page is, is one of the biggest things um, that you can have for an offensive coordinator um, and a QB. I'm like Nick. I expect you to have a, a great NFL career, like a lot of people. All right, but when you see great college quarterbacks, even ones that won the Heisman, struggle in the NFL, what do you learn from that? Does that make you kind of go back in the lab or think about things you, you're going to have to do in the future, or how do you look at that? Um, the way that I look at it, um, and I don't really look at too many other people's um, um, situations that have happened uh, to where their situation didn't work out, I look at mine and realize that, um, I'm not as good as everybody is saying. Um, it's, a, it's a self-realization. Um, there's a lot more that I don't know uh, about football. I mean, from um, defenses to, to the next level, of what's, what's going to happen, the speed and all of that. There's so much that I don't know yet, and um, that's kind of the fun part about, about this game and uh, me being so young. Um, it's, it's, it's really exciting to me that I, I don't know as much as I, um, as, as I will. I got to tell you, Caleb, you're kind of putting me in a rough spot here because I told the producers before you came on that I'm going to say you're the second best quarterback alive behind Patrick Mahomes. And now you're like, I'm not as good as everybody says. And they have a whole graphics package built out and the whole thing ready. And Nick says, Caleb, second best quarterback in the NFL, not yet in the NFL. And he's like, I got a lot to learn. So I'm kind of out of questions, oh, Wild. Okay, so you okay. go right ahead, buddy. Uh, you're kind of me there, pal. 42 touchdowns, five interceptions. Yep. Do you think that there's a chance, or have you thought about, man, I probably left more touchdowns on the board or more plays on the board because 
I don't know, five, five interceptions is so little. Like, do you want to take more risks of like, you know what, maybe this is interception or are you prioritizing ball security? Do you want to have like a zero interception year? I want to have a zero interception year and, a, and, and maybe one or two um, 100 completions uh, percentage games. Nice. Um, if I can, but it's like Mac Jones. Out yeah, there. I want to. <laughs> I want to. Um, I for sure want to throw more touchdowns. Um, every year, my my self goals that I set before the season go up, um, and I kind of actually reached and surpassed a couple of my self goals with um, how many touchdowns I had. So this next year, I'll probably go for around sixty. And, okay. All right. And, and by the way, he did have fifty-two like, total touchdowns. Yeah. Sixty touchdowns. Hopefully, yeah. I can go for around five thousand yards passing. And, okay. And 50 touchdowns, people maybe. vote Drew Brees MVP over you, so be yeah. careful about that. <laughs> uh, be a formerly, at least, an Oklahoma guy, are you pulling for Jalen Hurts in this game? And do you have a relationship with him, anything like that? Yeah, so I've actually met Jalen Hurts a couple times, um, and just he's given, given me a couple words of wisdom. Um, as, as everybody sees, he's a very, very smart and very detailed um, um, athlete and, and human, and so. Um, I, I for sure have taken a couple of things from him, but I, um, it's, I hope it's just a good game. But I, I do kind of want the Eagles to win, but I also want Pat to get a, another bowl. Oh, so the, do you think that, because you're, I think, everyone's projecting you, you know, as number one pick. You already won a Heisman Trophy. Do you think because of the success at the NFL level of a guy like Patrick Mahomes, who stylistically I think is very similar to you, like probably could run more than he does, but it's such a good thrower, doesn't have to, but has it in his, you know, in his quiver, if you will. Jalen obviously is different stylistically, he's probably a better runner than thrower at this point. But the athletic, usually black quarterback that had been underdrafted forever, now you're the projected number one pick. Do you think that's in part because of the success people have seen from the two guys in this game? Yeah, um, I think it's even even the, even the success of people like Warren Moon and anything like that, sure. Donovan McNabb, and um, them kind of leading the way and and, and kind of um, you know kind of setting stone down for people like Pat, uh, myself, and Jalen um, to to have these type of opportunities. Great. Well, so thank you for being here. You heard it here first. You. Sixty touchdowns, five thousand yards for Caleb yeah. Williams. Give it up for Caleb Williams. Yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Which player will have more receiving yards, A.J. Brown or Travis Kelsey? Nick, Ooh, we're going to go around one. the horn. Because A.J. Brown's a great player, and Travis Kelsey is the all-time leader in playoff receiving yards per game, more than even Jerry Rice, so I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey. Okay. I got Kelsey. A.J. Brown's got like 50 receiving yards. Correct. Season, I wrote so. that down. Yeah, yeah, I, I would also go Kelsey based on off-schedule plays. Those two have a good – it's like they went to Hogwarts together, yeah. the two of those guys, right? They just are ridiculous when it comes to off schedule. I'm, I'm going with Kelsey because I saw A.J. Brown mad that he wasn't being thrown the ball. So, that's right. Uh, moving on, Eagles. Path to the Super Bowl has been paved with aggressive play calling. Third and one. It used to be. Stay back to be. in our day. That, you couldn't even do that play. Third and one, they're good. Fourth and one. I stink. I know. They're aggressive and they go for it. Let's look at the highest conversion rate. Third and fourth and one. Steelers, 
they're like, you know what? We're not that good. Let's just go for it. <laughs> Dayball's like, I got nothing to lose. I got Daniel Jones. Let's go for it. Cowboys are like, sure. Kellen Moore says, let's go for it. And then the Eagles. Now, statistically fourth best, do you expect, Nick, the Eagles to continue their aggressive play calls? This is the only part of the game that scares me. Really? Yeah. Is the Eagles treating almost every possession like third down, second down, where it's third and eight, and they don't feel like they need to get eight yards? Because the defenses are, are taught to fin the sticks but it, on third down, and if they get to fourth and two, and they're like, nope, we're just going for it. Because yep. as much as I love Andy, and I do love Andy Reid, even with Mahomes as his quarterback, he has been aberrantly conservative yep. when it comes to fourth down stuff. Well, it and seems to work out in your favor. I, well, I, I think sometimes things can work out despite the fact that the process is flawed. Sirianni, on the other hand, has as much as I don't like the cut of his jib at times and the way he mean mugs for the camera, analytically, he's been very sharp. And I just wonder, here's my, here's okay. what I'm hoping for, Stink, right. honestly, as someone rooting for the Chiefs and betting on the Chiefs, is that in the Super Bowl, puckers up a little bit. In the Super Bowl, he's like, ah, fourth and one on my own 38 early, let's punt it away. Because I think if they go for the fourth and shorts, it is a decided edge for Philly. But I don't know. You've played in three of these things, so you know. But I think maybe in the Super Bowl, they get a little tight. I hope that happens. I don't know if it will. Well, I think you have to be smart. Obviously, you have to be conservative when you have to be. But in those situations where Nick has gone for it on a consistent basis, he's gone for it because they understand what they are. They understand their identity. I think one of the things you have to understand about running the football is you have to understand how to run the football. And what I mean by that is you have to be able to dictate in the running game when you have to dictate in the running game. So when I hear people go, oh, it's an eight-man box. We're going to throw it. We can't run the ball. What do you think you get in the red zone? It's a 10-man box in the red zone every time you get in the red zone. So it's a matter of understanding how to run the ball on third down and one, understanding how to run the ball in the red zone, understanding how to run the ball on second down and two or three. Like, those are the things that set them apart, and there's nobody better at the line of scrimmage than the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. doing those things. And then the quarterback sneak stuff with, with Jalen Hurts and the push, I think they're going to make that illegal, by I the way. I do, too. Back in, back in my day, we used to do it on PT Football. I think Bowl. they should do it you'd today. See, you'd see guys. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. 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 This ain't rugby. Right. Sorry. I don't like it. We used to do that. We used to do a PAT full goal block. So you'd be a a guard or center or a tackle. And all of a sudden, there'd be a guy lined up over you and a guy behind him and a guy behind him. And they're like, we're coming out. You're like, oh, God. Hunker down. You know? And they just try to mow you over. Like, it's illegal for the defense to do it. Like, why why is it not illegal for the offense? I totally agree. Everything is the offense. You have to be who you are. All right, and, and I get it. If they're too close to their own goal line, you're not, you, you got to punt it away, especially sure. with Patrick Mahomes. But they have to continue to be aggressive yeah. like they have all year because it sends a bad message to your guys. Like something we've been doing successfully yeah. all year, now all of a sudden we're not doing Are we scared? Is Coach scared? Does he not have confidence in us? And I want to ask you this, Stink. Yeah. What type of psychological factor when you see you know, the way they do on fourth and one, third and one, whatever, and they line up and it's – us against you, mano a mano, we just think we're stronger, we're tougher, and we're going to get this yard, and they do it. Yeah. What type of effect so does that have on the defense? For, for, for the defense, it's demoralizing. When you can run the ball and you just basically say, hey, man, like Globo Jim, right, we're better than you, and we know it. 
and you just line up and say. That's a dodgeball reference. Yeah, that dodgeball. came out about 22 so, years ago, guys. Go ahead. Sorry. 22 years. That's like that's a new reference for me. Okay. So, so right. But when you are when you're coming off the ball and you're hunting like that and you're eating guys lunch. Like that, is, like, that is a skill. I always say this about offensive line play. We always talk about skilled position players. And, you know, I could throw it to anybody in here. They could catch it. They could throw it back to me. If we went one-on-one, I'd whip your ass. That's, like, that's the way it works because I've developed a skill. And I've seen guys go from corner to safety, safety to outside linebacker, outside linebacker to DN, DN to tackle, tackle, defensive tackle to offensive lineman. You know where you go after you're done playing offensive line? Fan. Right. You go right here. There is no place else to go so that skill to move a man from point a to point b against his will is an unbelievable skill that has to be worked on and there's nobody better than the philadelphia eagles at doing it all right on the on the flip side, on the flip that, side must, that must hurt Nick. well what well, 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 i'm about to do is what actually Ooh. hurts so let's look on the flip side the chiefs are not good at this at all Vikings, Dolphins, and the Chiefs, and the Colts who hired a broadcaster for their coach. So, Nick, uh, are you worried about this if it comes down to third and one or fourth and one? What? Listen, and friend of the show and honorary committee member, Chiefs GM Brett Veach, he and I are very tight. And I don't want to tell Brett how to do his job, but okay. I did tell him how to fix this four months ago. Cam Newton. Again? I wanted them to, yeah, for this specific reason. Okay. The Chiefs are the best team in the league on third and six plus, and the worst team in the league on third and one. And I don't like that at all. But I can solve it though. Okay, good. It's false start in third and one. Getting third and six back in your wheelhouse. <laughs> Get comfortable. Let Patty be in shotgun and wheel and deal. And third and one, all of a sudden, we're giving the ball to Burton. Pacheco's running in the back of the line. I love Pacheco. They're just not good at it. My whole They've never been good at this. At, at re, the reason they do all the funny stuff at the goal line stink is because they can't do what you're talking about. Right. They've got to they do the pitch plays. Well, and the, they, they use Andy Reid as a phenomenal game plan guy, a yep. phenomenal designer of plays. So they use that to get through those situations, yeah. goal line situations, all that. You're 100% right. That's It's a skill that has to be worked on. And I will tell you, and I love Andy Reid, but Andy Reid doesn't want to win the ball. He wants to win the way he wants to win. And what's that? Throwing it for 350 yards and getting your quarterback to be the MVP. Can I, can I ask you one more question? Yeah. This is last game of the season for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I understand that you guys were never good at short yardage because Mahomes didn't want to risk an injury. The T. So that's let me. So you, could he quarterback sneak? Is the question? Yeah. So Brady did, style. Uh, I think 100% yes. And to be clear, that wasn't Patrick Mahomes not wanting to do it. He has advocated they should let him do it. But Mahomes, against the dirty Denver Broncos a few years ago, dislocated his kneecap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Don't sneak against the Broncos. That's what that tells you. And so the Chiefs literally have not run a quarterback sneak with him since then. They have Blake Bell, the old Oklahoma quarterback, the belldozer, as a fourth-string tight end so he can do quarterback sneaks in the Super Bowl. I think you can let him do it. The problem is the playoff game, if you remember, against the Browns a few years ago, instead of doing a sneak, they did an option on fourth and short, and the guy choked him out, and he had to miss the rest of the game. So, I don't know. If I don't, Brady like, can I don't do like this it. part of it. I know. But if Brady can do it, just sneak under there. You take it, you sneak right <laughs> under. Uh, coming up next. <laughs> I like it. Well, Chiefs win in a blowout. This is a oh, question that we're talking Nick about. <laughs> Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. 
Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Chiefs, still one and a half win underdogs, Nick. I thought this would change, to be honest with you. Last year, the Rams won by three. The year before that, the Bucks. well, they won the Super Bowl by 22. Who'd they play? Well, uh, we're not going to dwell on oh, that. Okay. We're going to look at four. <laughs> no, we are actually going to dwell on that, but go okay. ahead. More likely to win if this game is a blowout, Chiefs or Eagles? Well, considering the Chiefs are literally impossible to blow out, I'm going to go with the Chiefs more likely to win a blowout. And you might say, Nick, that's ridiculous. No, it, it's, it's actually true. So it's been 32 games since the Chiefs forget, got blown out, lost by more than four. That is one game away from the longest streak in modern NFL history, two games away from the longest streak in any NFL history, dating back to 1920. So the last time the Chiefs got blown out was two full seasons ago. On the flip side, we have seen the Chiefs blow out great teams. We saw them blow out the Niners. And they not a Niners team that had no quarterback. A Niners team, remind me, bro, who was playing quarterback for that Niners team? I think it was Jimmy Garoppolo. And so how, how would they do it? They would do it very simply by exposing the back end of the Eagles defense that has been feasting all year long on bad to mediocre quarterbacks. And when they have had to face good quarterbacks, be it Dak Prescott or the artist formerly known as Aaron Rodgers or Jared Goff, even Jared Goff, the new Jared Goff, they've allowed 30-plus. And if this game, if the Chiefs go up 10 nothing. You think Philly's going to stick to the run, run, run game plan? I'm not certain of it. And if they get forced out of their game plan, this can absolutely get ugly. And one last point, Brew, because Wilds was going to mention this earlier, earlier, but now I'm going to mention it. Everyone's talking about the, the Eagles' pass rush, understandably. Most sacks in the league this year. Second most sacks in the league this year was who, Wilds? The Chiefs. The Chiefs. Then so the Patriots. What, right, well, right, but what the <laughs> Eagles do great the Chiefs do nearly as well. And what the Chiefs do great, the Eagles do not do even close to as well, which is explosive downfield passing. So, yeah, if it's a blowout, which I think it might be, it's a Chiefs blowout. Well, first of all, I hope it's not a blowout. Because there is nothing worse than a blowout Super Bowl. I mean, you got friends over, you're having a party, and it's a blowout. Speak for yourself. So I'm looking forward to a close game. But I'm going to go the other way, Nick, because I, I know you like to bring up that San Francisco game. Chiefs, I don't know, they beat Jacksonville by seven. That's what's playoff they, they, yeah, but they What do you mean? They beat kinda, them twice. Sorta, kinda, they beat sorta. them two times. And then they edged Cincinnati with some strange, some strange officiating going on and all that stuff. So when I look at Philadelphia, though, they blew out the Giants. True. Good defense there. Giants. Waxed them. Blew out the 49ers, as did you guys. They didn't but have they a quarterback. Wrecked. Why not? Because they okay, got bullied by the, e- by the Eagles. So, I'm saying if you, you talk about it, you guys struggled. I mean, Houston took you to overtime. Yes, the Chiefs don't blow out bad teams. Russell Wilson. They keep things in reserve. Put, put fear in your hearts late in those games twice in the last month. I mean, Kyle so, so, so I am going with the stinks. Eagles those two if Bronco it's a Were the Chiefs ever in fear? Did they ever have fear they in their by three? Did what. they win both okay. by three? Listen, as a Bronco, <laughs> 15 straight losses to the Chiefs. That was a cat playing with a half-dead mouse on the porch. Thank you. And he won't stop bringing just, it up. Just wrapping it around. Like, look at it. It gets up every now and again. It goes out. Right? That's, That's all that I know. All right, but I am with Brew. I am with Brew. 
because here's what you this is what the stats fail. You gave me the Eagles have the most sacks, but Kansas City is second. Let me ask you this, yeah. because I always like to do this when I consult with teams or talk to teams. I always talk about let's take the passive out of pass protection. Let's be the aggressor. Let's not let those guys have an opportunity to pass rush against us. Who is going to get the most opportunities to rush the passer, do you think? Will it be the Eagles? Yeah, of course. Or will it be the – yes, of course it will be the Eagles. So I don't worry about that statistic as much. The way you control the tempo, the way you control the ball, the way you put yourself in situations as a passing team to not allow that defense to rush you. So always, I always look at it like this. You're going to throw it 35 times. Everybody's going to throw it 35 times. Sure. But can I get – Five, you know, quick games. Can I get five screens? Can I get five bubbles? Can I get five, you know, five-step drops where the ball is out instantly without a hitch? Can I have a couple of uh, seven-steppers where I keep seven guys in? All of a sudden, I take 35 pass attempts, and I give you, whoop, 10 opportunities to rush my quarterback. And when we do that, we win. And that's what Philadelphia can do. So can I? That's why they blow them out. Oh, oh wow. okay. All right. Oh, nice. oh, oh, I got him by 10. Oh, my God. That would be a blowout. I would 10? Yeah, 10 in double the Super Bowl. Sure. Super Bowl? Absolutely. No, hey, wait, can I say something, though? Because you mentioned the Bucks blowing out the Chiefs in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Yeah, probably not. I actually think that is one of the reasons not I think that is one of the reasons I am so confident in the Chiefs this game because they already lost a Super Bowl for the exact reason everyone thinks they're gonna lose this one because they can't block them because they're gonna get home with four because Mahomes is gonna be running for his life for two years that is stuck in Mahomes' crawl. For two years Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy have been in addition to game planning was setting things up for if we're in this situation again, how do we make sure that doesn't happen again? I'd be more nervous playing a team that was just going to try to go outscore them, playing a high-flying offense, than a team whose, whose script is going to try to be the exact thing that beat the Chiefs two years ago. They are not going to allow the same way the Bucks beat them for the Eagles to beat them. It's just not going to happen. And the Eagles also do not have a – what's your favorite Eagles win this year? The one where the team didn't have a quarterback or the one where Daniel Jones is pretending to play quarterback or the one over good. Cooper Rush? <laughs> like, what's your – aside, they're most – like, since the, October, I, it's hard to find a great win. They had a very great win over a great Minnesota Vikings team. That is the great Patrick Peterson. That's the only – that, that was a great win. Patrick Peterson's joining us in a bit. That is a great win. Patrick Peterson's joining us. More first things first. That's I was like, great. oh, they haven't beat anybody. I was like, oh, they This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Of the more than 5 million athletes who've played college football, just 26,000 made the NFL, and only 10 of those have the perfect resume. Call it the greatest collection of football talent to sit in one place at one time. You need two particular pieces to get in, the Heisman Trophy and the Hall of Fame bust. 
tomorrow night on Fox. Our next guest is an eight-time Pro Bowler, all-decade star, had five interceptions this year, and is brought to us by Circle K, which is just wonderful. Give it up for Patrick Peterson. Uh, we're going to jump right in, Patrick. Thank you for joining us. I want to uh, play you some sound of Travis Kelsey on Mahomes. Take a listen. He's playing a step ahead. He's, uh, and he's almost playing chess out there in, in terms of he's got three or four moves already in his pocket, depending on what the defense does. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's what's going to make him the greatest to ever go down. The hardest part of planning for Mahomes is what? I mean, it's hard to defend him. Because if you do have him in the pocket, he's going to find a way to get out of there. He's like Houdini in the, in the, in the pocket. Uh, and then you have, if you have guys in front of him, he finds ways to, to, throw, uh, to, to throw the ball miraculously around guys' bodies. So it's hard to game plan for him because you never know what you're going to get. He don't make mistakes, not many of them at least. And he always going to keep his, his, guy, his team in the, in the ball game. So I, I might be setting myself up for failure here, but I'm going to take a risk. Because one of my arguments for the Chiefs in this game is Mahomes, like you said, is hard to game plan for under any circumstances. But I think a lot harder if you haven't, as a defense, played a lot of the other top quarterbacks. Right. So in the last 15, 16 weeks, I think we can show it to you. Here are the list of quarterbacks the Eagles have gone up against. And if we can't show it to you, I'll remind the audience. It's Josh Johnson, it's Daniel Jones. There it is right there. So there's a couple really good ones on there. Yeah. Dak's pretty good, he scored 40. Aaron's pretty good, he scored 30 plus. But then you have a rookie, you have some backups. Does that make it that much harder for Philly, or as a defensive player, does it not carry over week to week at all? Man, this is the biggest game of the, of the season, so anything can happen. But Pat Mahomes, he can, he can go out there and put up crazy numbers at any given time. And we all know that, you know, Philly, you know, obviously with the numbers, they haven't really, like you said, they haven't really played any top-flight quarterbacks. And when they have, you know, guys not kind of have their way, but was able to put up some numbers. But Pat Pat Mahomes, he's he's a guy like you talked about in the segment before, going back to the Super Bowl that they lost against Tampa, being hit a lot, uh, disappointing loss. So I expect him to come out here throwing the ball all over the yard. You faced Jalen Hurts when he was a rookie, mm -hmm. and then you faced him this year. Yep. How Are you even astonished at the difference in him? And, and explain the difference between <clears throat> then and now. You know, honestly, it's no real big difference because he had such a control of the game as a rookie. Like, he just was so poised out there. Now, being with the offensive scheme that he's in, it's just helping him flourish more. The running game is there. Got two great pass catcher, catchers. Offensive line is there to, to, uh, to protect him. He's a playmaker. He's a baller, and we saw that in college. And now having the pieces around him in the league, it's just all just coming from the college uh, playing field. All right, so I have this unconventional theory. I'm working on being a defensive coordinator, be 100% honest with you. All right. <laughs> One, and my main piece of my resume, I'd be like, you know, instead of not guarding Travis Kelsey, mm -hmm. I'd guard Travis Kelsey. Right. <laughs> I'd guard him all the time. I'd be like, where's Travis Kelsey? Right. And I'd be like, get somebody on him. Because it seems like a lot of times he's just running free. So he was asked about it, which was, you know, near and dear to my heart. Take a listen. 
Why am I always open? I say it all the time. Andy Reid, baby. Big Red, he, uh, he, can, he can dial some stuff up at the right time, create some things at the right time. Um, and then on top of that, you know, uh, everybody is doing their job. It's not just a me just go out there and get open kind of play. I'm sure you guys like to think that, but uh, there's, a lot of me- there's a lot of madness to it. Um, and there's, uh, there's a lot of guys doing their job uh, for the big picture. Okay, I, told- I get it. And this is a stupid question. But if I was on defense, I'd be like, I've got Travis Kelsey, okay? I don't care what's happening. I'm going to go. Why is he open so often? I mean, teams have tried that. I mean, he's a mismatch for anybody. And if you want to take your safety out of the middle of the field and try to put him on, on Travis, now you're opening up the sidelines. Now you're putting your corners on the islands. And you never want to put your corner, have to give the quarterback the indication that your corner's on the island right out of the gate because now you're putting them there's now they're trying to figure out which one is Waldo you know so you have to I mean at the end of the day you just got to hope and pray I'm not going to say that in my interview all right I'm, I'm going to take it back to Jalen okay. do you fear when you're facing him his arm or his legs more I mean his arm. Oh, wow. Okay. Just because, like, now, like, he's making those throws. It's not, it's, it's not a throw that he, he hasn't made, like, uh, that, was, that, that wasn't a good throw. Like, he's making all the right throws, and his, and, and his legs are just a bonus, in my opinion. Can I, can I ask you a question about yourself? Talk to him. So, Wilds mentioned it, all-decade member, one of the greatest college corners ever. Mm-hmm. You're, I think, and I don't mean this insultingly, the oldest corner in the league right now. I am? That's what I read, read today. Read yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy they because you're... snaps and they always want to talk yeah. about my age. Yeah, and so... All right. Later, all right. And so... And still playing at a super high level, uh-huh. right? Last night, we saw the newest members of the Hall of Fame class. How much does that motivate you? I think, in my opinion, you're already a no-doubt Hall of Famer. But is that one of the reasons you keep playing? Like, is, is, how, is, how much has the Pro Football Hall of Fame been on your mind, if at all? Man, Pro Football Hall of Fame always been on my mind because that's why I play the game. I wanted, you want to be recognized as one of the best. And now that I'm getting to that latter part of my career, and it's funny that you brought that up, me and Vaughn was just talking about this today on his podcast. It's, it's crazy to see the guys who we played with being inducted to the Hall of Fame now. So that moment is starting to become surreal for us. You know, so I do think about it. Um, shout out to my boy Darrell Reeves who got in last oh, night. Uh, first, ba- uh, first ballot yeah, <laughs> Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, and, and seeing that, you know, hopefully I can start getting my speech ready. Yeah. <laughs> now you clearly have a ton of respect for Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And you face, obviously, Tom Brady a lot. Mm-hmm. So do you, everybody's talking about, can Mahomes ever supplant Brady as the GOAT? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? You think he has a chance? He has forward? a shot. He has a shot. I mean, he's in year five, played in the, playing in his third Super Bowl. He's going to be on a competitive, longest, and him and Andy Reid are together, they're going to be in the AFC Championship game. So he's going to have opportunities to plant his name with, with the Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Because he's going to be 
in that position almost each and every year. You said something interesting there. You said playing in the AFC Championship game. So you as a Hall of Famer, an all-decade member, one of the greatest players ever, you think it's an accomplishment just to make the conference championship game? No. Like, that's a, no? No. no that, that's, Thank you. Yeah. No. It's about no, no, no. It's I'm about saying you. he will be at it's least in that game you. every year. I mean, I just mentioned the Hall of Fame, man. You can't just it You oh, think yeah. 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 Who's the GOAT? Jordan or LeBron? Let's or get the Warriors. Jesus Christ, man. Or somebody, hey, we, it's first man. things first, baby. I'm, it's hard not to say LeBron is a GOAT. My, there we go. Oh, he's not done. He's not done. There you go. I'm not done. <laughs> and I'm a huge, Kobe's my all-time favorite. Okay. But Jordan, man. Jordan's still. Wait, I just say it's hard. It's not that hard. Just say it. I say it every day. It's not that hard. It's very difficult. Took a lot of losses this segment. You took a lot of losses. Now we're going to put you on the spot. we got 30 seconds left. Talk to me. Best receiver you ever played on the same team as Fitzgerald or Justin Jefferson? Ooh. Damn. Justin. And why I'm going to say this, because Justin has a great combination of speed, size, great. He can... He can't catch just as good as Larry. Larry can make some phenomenal catches. But the wiggle that Justin has, like the kid is almost untouchable at the line of shirt. Better scrimmage. jewelry, too. It's not even close. Yeah. Way and teeth. Yeah. And teeth. <laughs> hey, give it up for Patrick Peterson. Hey. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Be sure to subscribe to the good old First Things First podcast on Apple Podcast, Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. But really, stick to the big two. Yes, you don't want to go off the board. No. Next thing you know, Mal- malware. Oh, you're filled with malware and viruses. Yeah. Yeah. Metal's time. Last night, Suns in Atlanta traded John Collins, who is still on the Hawks. I, like I don't know why I spent so much time reading about John Collins being traded. <laughs> he is still on the Hawks. Finishes the game with 16, which is not enough to make the medal stand. Who did it better? His teammate, Trey Young. One of now I know two NBA fathers that are not fans of mine. Trey Young, one of them, but still he gets 36, 7, and 12 in a win over the soon-to-be frisky again Suns. Kevin Durant needs to leave our hotel and go play for them. Silver medal. Aaron Gordon, 37 and 13, but in a loss to the Magic. And you know what I'm hearing? Can someone get Aaron Gordon some help? Can someone get Aaron Gordon some help? I don't know. I think Jokic played, but you couldn't tell. Gold medal, best player in the world. Listen, he's not allowed to win MVPs because he doesn't shoot 60% on five shots a game like somebody else. But all he does is be the best player in the world. 38, 10, and 6 for Giannis in a victory over the Lakers. Well, the show is winding down on Friday, which means it's time for us to lift our ban on puns and deliver you the headlines from America's favorite fictitious newspaper, Future Things First. Now, a little bit begrudgingly, I turn it over to you, Broussard. Oh, really? Okay, I'm first. All right, well, first of all, here we go. 
I am picking the Chiefs. Wow. And so here's the headline. Cleveland boys reign supreme. Can we see it? Okay. See, I'm from see, Cleveland. Oh Travis Kelsey's from Cleveland. We're two Cleveland boys. And what we're newspaper would put your pick on the front There page. it is. Now, here's the other thing, Nick. As a, as a former newspaper guy, New yeah. York Times, you always have to be ready for any outcome and all outcomes. So, oh. just in case the Eagles win, okay. oh. we got another one. Cleveland boys <laughs> raise the ring. Jason's from Cleveland as well, okay. so I can't lose. Okay. Love it. Love it. All right. Can we be serious for a yes, moment? Please. It's the last segment before the Super Bowl, guys. Well, I'm excited about it. And I mean, there's no hedging going on on my side. Monday morning, Mahomes' masterpiece with a very specific prediction. Four touchdown performance buries the Eagles nice. in the Arizona desert. But that's just Monday's headline. Oh. What about Tuesday's headline? Because that story keeps going. Undeniable dynasty. Give me that one, please. Mahomes Reed officially. Best quarterback coach duo ever. What? It's just what the what? future newspaper says. This is Tuesday? And then, yes, it is. And then lastly, Thursday's headline. Thursday. Grand Marshal Wright leads. <laughs> we can show it to you right now. Leads the Chiefs parade through the streets of Kansas City. Look at that thing of beauty oh. right there, Wilds. Look at oh, that. Grand wow. Marshal Wright leading it. I will be leading that parade with my friends in the Kansas City Chiefs streets of, of Kansas City. A lot day. of newspapers. So go ahead. I, I am going to go slight, something slightly more realistic, although ain't you had a belt. I like that. I'm going with Mahomes Magic. First ever behind the back touchdown oh. wows the world. I think this is still on the board. I do too. We asked him about it. He maybe he's been putting it in his back pocket for the big stage. Nice. It would be the best moment in Super Bowl history. Can I say something oh, that's sure, just dawned on me? Yeah. After all year, and the audience knows it, of you two jackals doubting the Chiefs, picking against them at every turn. Who do you have won in the Super Bowl? Who do you have? Chiefs. Who do you have? I've always Bowl? been rooting for the Oh, Chiefs. my God. Holmes, guys. Oh, we are Oh, my God. This is an outrage. Before I know it, LaShawn McCoy's going to pick the Chiefs. This is ridiculous. Speak is up next. Go, Chiefs, from three. I got the big Chiefs fan. Go, Mahomes. You're from Kansas City. Fan <laughs>